the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio. Your real talk station. Your real 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Log on to ShantiGreen.com and click the Amazon link to support The Green Room today. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to the program. You're in the green room, and we're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. Thank you once again for tuning into the show. Feel free to give us a call any point in the program. Anytime you're just listening to the show, you're like, oh, man, Logan is so right, or Sean is so wrong. I want to call in. <laughs> Feel free to give us a call on the LegalZoom self-help hotline, 323-203-0815. And I know what you're thinking, LegalZoom self-help hotline, what does that mean? Well, LegalZoom, as we know, is not a law firm. They're actually a self-help legal surface. So, as a self-help legal surface, they're going to save you up to 85% off of a traditional lawyer. So, if you need a trademark, a copyright, a patent, a will, God forbid. Actually, everyone needs a will. Even a man like Logan. I don't know what kind of what kind of assets do you have, Logan? <laughs> I have a car. That's all I own. Okay, well, Logan, uh, you know. Maybe you're a family man. Maybe you need to maybe need to will something. Maybe you're becoming a family man. I don't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're becoming a family man. You realize, hey, it's time to it's time to worry about my assets. I'm gonna log on to LegalZoom.com, create a will for me and my loved ones. God forbid anything to happen to you, Logan. And not only are you gonna save 85% uh, off of a lawyer, you're also gonna save an extra additional ten dollars. Thanks to the Green Room discount. You enter green at checkout and you get that extra discount. Logan, thanks for being on the show. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Gets me every time. Nice work, Logan. Thanks for being on the show. We have an amazing show for you. We have a comedian, Kyle Kinnade, is scheduled to drop by here. Uh, he should be uh, coming through any second here, so look forward to that. We got uh, some clips from a beer pong documentary that I recently watched. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot, a lot of stuff coming up. First off, I'd like to recap the last show a little bit or talk about it. We had the Double Rainbow guy on. People seem to really enjoy it. The Double Rainbow guy, he's a hit. The Double Rainbow guy is ubiquitous now. I don't think there's a media outlet he didn't do an interview with. The Green Room obviously being the best interview, in in my humble opinion, Logan. I, I know you you claim I'm an egocentric egomaniac, but I I think he I think he really had some great moments on the show. My favorite though is uh, this moment, of course. I'll blow your mind, dude. <laughs> I'll blow your mind, dude. <laughs> I can li- I can listen to that. You could just put that on loop. That should be the uh, that should be a ringtone. I don't know if the double rainbow guy is looking to get money. From talking to the double rainbow guy, his main motive seemed to just be getting the word about rainbows out and just you know trying to present this whole vibe of hey man, just live your life and just take it one day at a time and you can find happiness without sex and drugs and whatever man. But you can yeah, if you want to smoke weed too occasionally, yeah, that's fine. He was very open. He's to- truly, truly high on life. That that is the definition of being high on life. Seeing that rainbow and having that reaction, great moment. And uh, the users. Listeners, rather, uh, seem to be motivated by it. We got uh, True Velocity wrote in, Double Rainbow Man is now my guru. Gandhi2392 wrote in, a great interview. 
And uh, <laughs> Coffee, Coffee's Cup, that's her uh, username, wrote in, at first it was shocking slash funny, but now I think I really like this double rainbow guy. I don't know if I agree with his beliefs. <laughs> Wow. But I like how he defended them. I don't know what why you wouldn't agree with the double rainbow guy's beliefs. They seem pretty universal and universally accepted. I don't think they were that kind of crazy. It wasn't like he was promoting some neo Nazi socialist agenda or something well, maybe crazy. She's an atheist. He talked a lot about God. Didn't uh um didn't who'd we have on? Uh Rob, Rob Christensen. Oh yeah. Was he an atheist? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't uh, remember Double Rainbow guy's specific beliefs, but they seem pretty benign. Seem pretty. Seem like some. Seem like he just whatever. enjoyed nature. <laughs> she continues. If he feels like he's connecting to something greater through the rainbow, who am I to stop him? Too many people uninspired staring at the TV screen these days. Double Rainbow Man is where it's at. So I think they, while they don't agree with everything Double Rainbow Man has to say, they do agree that he's an amazing guy and. You know, why not celebrate him and his his love of rainbows? It's really, it's really, it's a simple things in life, Logan. Speaking of simple things, I went to the Dodgers game yesterday. When um, hung out, went to the shortstop beforehand, got some beers. That that's what really aggravates me about going to the Dodgers games. That's like the one thing I don't like about the Dodgers game is that there's no tailgating. They have no tailgating at the Dodgers stadium. It's a great stadium. And they don't have tailgating because a couple cholos got crazy and stabbed each other. And I think that's that's insane that that's how our country works. That you can't drink a beer at a baseball stadium. I gotta I gotta walk over to some bar and have a beer there because people can't control themselves. Why not Why not Why not focus on a no stabbing policy, a no weapons policy, something <laughs> like that, instead of just taking everything and and. Oh, no one can enjoy a beer before the ball game, and obviously, the the stabbing of this um, person, obviously it was just an easy cop out for the stadium too. Now because, all right, oh, we force you to go into the stadium and try to enjoy baseball sober. All right, I can't do that. So now we're gonna wait, make you wait in line and pay eleven dollars, thirteen dollars, twelve. There was, um, yeah, if you wanted a a foreign beer at a ball game, I don't know why you would bother getting. A foreign beer at an American baseball tradition like the Dodger Stadium. I don't know why you would buy a 24-ounce Heineken, but 24-ounce Heineken, $13. Coors Light, for Christ's sake. They should be giving that away, $12.25 for a 24-ounce can. <laughs> the worst was I was in the line where all they had was the large draft beers, and the one line over was where they had the canned beers that were a little bit bigger. So when I was in line, I, I ordered, oh, hey, can you just give me one of those 24-ounce beers in a can? Couldn't do it. Couldn't pull it off. I was like, why? She's standing right over there. Sorry, I don't have that button on my register. Why would they do that to people? You oh you can – it's literally too – you know, you see a snack stand. There's all those lines together, and, you know, there's a little bit of spacing. Obviously, I can see the cans over there. Obviously, I'm going to want to order them, and then you don't let me order them? Insane. Back in the other line. <laughs> I did. I moved over to the other oh, line. No I was like, way. screw you, lady. Oh, you put up with that? Oh, I would have demanded some – well, Logan, try try demanding it's stuff to these these people working the snack stands. They're not. It's what kind of leverage do I have? I'm taking my business elsewhere. They don't give a shit. Go to some other snack stand. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my six seventy five an hour regardless. I don't care what you do. That's a problem. There's they no incentive the, for these people to have good customer service. Yeah, granted. They, okay, I'm, they I'm make standing the price, in line for a beer. Half the price of the beer per hour. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're barely pulling in a beer an hour themselves. Obviously, they don't give a shit, but just at least let me order the 24-ounce beer. You, What kind of world are we living in when you're trying to prevent me, consumer, from spending $13 to buy a beer from you? And you're making that more difficult? <laughs> Craziest thing, though, craziest thing at the snack stand. I saw someone order it, and I almost lost my fucking mind. I saw someone <laughs> order for $6. Guess what Guess what you get for $6 at a ballgame, Logan? Nothing. I can't imagine anything that's $6. A hot dog? A hot no, you dog. got it. Nothing. <laughs> no. No, it's a liquid. Water? Worse. Non-alcoholic beer. I saw someone oh. pay $6 to get no duels. Wow. I under okay, maybe you're an out of control, raging alcoholic and yeah, you, you're that's gotta be it. Who else drinks that? I don't know who drinks O'Doul's. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Ex alcoholics or current alcoholics. Yeah, but is that really is that is O'Doul's really a methadone? Like is it really is it really some kind of are do you still get a little taste of it? Wouldn't that be the ultimate torture? I don't know. If I was not allowed to drink at all ever, I would need some beer replacement that you know, when I'm hanging out with other people who are drinking. I'm just but why? Why? Because wouldn't you rather drink soda or coffee or something like that? Something you get something out of? Not alcohol yeah, beer. Because you smell the beer and it's <laughs> it's driving you nuts. You gotta have something similar. But that would drive me. That would <laughs> drive me nuts more. Because this it's like fuck this. This is well. All right. Like let's say like Logan. Me. Let's say you're addicted to sex. Hypothetically. Right? Hypothetically, Logan, you're an out of control sex addict maniac. Uh -huh. And. You okay? So you I, go, to, I go to a sex party. Guess what? I'm not allowed to have sex, but I brought my sex doll. No, no, no! Time. You can't, you can't touch the sex doll. You can, you can hang out in the room when sex is happening, but you can't listen to it, and you got to wear earplugs. That's you're not enjoying it. That's not, and you can't finish. That what kind of experience is that, Logan? If you can't control <laughs> yourself and sex. not go crazy at a ball game. You don't deserve a beer. You don't even – and what, are, are your friends impressed like, oh, I was going to make fun of him, but he's drinking a beer. No, everyone knows what O'Doul's <laughs> is. You're not pulling the wool over anyone's I eyes. I think it's more like for the memories. Like I, want, I like to pretend <laughs> that I can drink beer even though I know I can't. I don't yeah, know. but who – I don't know. For the memories? I don't know, Logan. That doesn't that doesn't really ring true to me. I'm sorry. We're, we're both debating something we really don't <laughs> – yeah, well, obviously the debate is—it's not a debate. Non-alcoholic beer sucks, but yeah, yeah. they shouldn't even—they shouldn't insult people by even offering that at the snack stand. It's—it's it's a personal insult, I take yeah. it as. Speaking of beer, though, we watched over at the house the other night. We watched the Last Cup. The Last Cup is a beer pong documentary. Logan, why don't you surmise the Last Cup for people? You saw the whole thing. I—I I just saw a little bit of it. I saw like the second half. I didn't see the very end. Uh, oh, okay. But the I don't know. It's basically, I mean, most of our audience probably remembers being in college or something like that, or going to house parties and people are playing beer pong. And uh, right, it's a World those, Series of beer pong. They set it up in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's a documentary kind of following these guys. Here's the trailer uh, for the film. It's got some great lines in it. You know, I'm graduating college in December, and everybody's like, "What are you gonna do with your life?" Well, it's like. First thing I'm doing is competing in a beer pong tournament, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in Nevada. Billy and Duncan just had an idea uh, for a giant beer pong tournament, and they ran with it. I would have loved, wouldn't you have loved to have been in that brainstorming session with <laughs> Billy and Duncan? Yo, what's up, bro? Nothing, man. Just, you know, playing some flip cup, playing a little beer pong. Yo, Duncan. 
I know we got to get jobs, but I got an idea. What is it, man? Let's just take this beer pong game and make it the biggest fucking beer pong game of all time. Whoa, <laughs> shibby. Like, you know, we play beer pong all the time, but they don't play organized tournaments where you have pressure. You fucking got got millions of kids around the country playing this game. Everyone wants to know who's the best. Let's play some beer pong. It's hard to wake up every morning and just start drinking. That's <laughs> it is. It's hard, man. It's hard, but you gotta have the eye of the tiger. You know, a lot of people wake up and they look in the mirror and they go, "You know what? I don't have it. I don't have it in me to go and get drunk again and play beer pong for eight hours." But man, you know, I, I look in the mirror and I dig deep. What's going on here? <laughs> when I spend my money on the World Series of beer pong, I can show up and wear a diaper. Yeah, and then the worst is the novelty guys. Whenever you have any kind of tournament like this, there's novelty guys like, hey, we're going to play in a diaper. <laughs> we're funny. Like, why would you pay two grand or whatever it is to get in a tournament just to try and crack jokes? I, As much as I want to make fun of the guys who take it seriously, the guys who spend the two grand and don't give a shit, they're, they're bigger pieces of shit for not caring. <laughs> if you're, you're going to go, I don't know. It's not cheap. If you can win $100,000, I, I can't imagine it's that cheap, the entry. Wow. It'll be accepted. Winning the World Series would just be absolutely amazing. That's a sweet shot! That title of the winner, they could never take that away from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could no ne- one would... Uh, that reminds me of a people. classic classic Norm MacDonald joke when he was uh, hosting the ESPYs. He got up there and Charles Woodson was in the stands and it was right after he won the Heisman Trophy. And he goes to Charles Woodson he's like, Charles Woodson, Heisman Trophy? It's a great trophy. It's something they can never take away from you. Uh, unless you decide to brutally murder your wife and a waiter. <laughs> so it was right around the O.J. Simpson time. Well, in uh, they decide to follow, obviously, a couple different guys. This guy was one of my favorite. Classic meathead, real real juiced up dude. He's the guy that you want to root for and that he takes it really seriously. I can't stand to lose. I was an All-American in baseball in college twice, and uh, if I, I, don't, I don't come to lose. God damn it! <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I love, he, he's really hard on himself, too. That's what, There's nothing greater. Obviously, hearing a meathead freak out about beer pong is very entertaining in and of itself, but it's also great to hear, hear a meathead be hard on himself. Because, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're a scrawny nerd and stuff and you see a, a big, juiced-out, roided-up guy, you think, oh, man, he has lots of confidence. He really believes in himself. Life must. Yeah. <laughs> he was All-American baseball player. He's not going to question himself. He has confidence. He doesn't crack under pressure. He doesn't have trouble beating girls. Oh, but you get a you get an inside look in this man's life. I'll take two right now. I'll take fucking two right now. Come on, baby. Come go. And uh, it's I funny because he's when you're watching the film, he's kind of seems like a scary guy. But as you watch it, I didn't see the end, but he never really acts violent or like you expect him to, or even that insulting. But he's but he is crazy. Like he's taking off his shirt. He's a giant <laughs> dude. He's screaming. I mean, it's like, it's like, what's this guy going to do? But Yeah, he never, cat. well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's a pussycat. <laughs> there, uh, there's a couple other parts. My favorite time was when... Oh, then, then they also, like, talk to some of the girls that are ha- beer pong, uh, World Series of Beer Pong hanger honors. We play cash games at the bars at home. After he beat one of the teams, they stole his money, so he chased them down into the parking lot and beat them up. <laughs> and he's screaming, no one scream, no one takes Ron Hamilton's money as he's... What a, what a great legend. No one takes Ron Hamilton's money. Punching the kid in the face. Come on. That's fucking game over. Give me this fucking five rack. That's... You suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> He's 
not saying it to chicken the audience. It's he's saying it to the other uh, the other beer pong players. I'll play five hundred dollars per head. Five hundred one on one, whatever you want. See now he's losing this match, so he's calling out these guys five hundred dollars a, a single game, anytime, anywhere, buddy. Suck my dick, bitch, you fucking faggot ass pussy. That's such a suck my dick, you fucking faggot ass pussy. What an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred dollars, one on one, right now. Let's go. You faggot ass pussy. Come on, come on. Fuck over you. <laughs> fucking faggots. I fucking play like shit. Now this, <laughs> and then he insults himself. Oh yeah, he's as hard as he is on those fucking faggot ass pussies. He's just as hard on himself, Logan. I want to make fun of these guys more. It's 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 very insightful, or it's you know it's it's kind of interesting to look into this. The human condition that the guys take this so seriously. I know what it's like when I played beer pong before, and you do you do get caught up in it. Not to the not quite to this extent. Well, I almost Fuck! feel I almost feel like you turn into the, these types of people when you're playing. Right. But then this whole documentary, these people are permanently <laughs> that's their personality. Yeah, they have no They're off always switch. Thinking about beer, they always want to party. They're always walking around with their shirt off. Not that there's, yeah, not that I want to go against the, I'm not um, against beer or something, but these guys are a little out of control. Yeah. I fucking play like shit. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> this is such a great sound, but I had to isolate it. Fuck me. Fuck me. Because <laughs> he missed a beer pong cup. Oh man. And then of course now he's he he storms off camera. He's got kind of one of those moments where he's a little, doing a little soul-searching outside of the World Series. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done some soul-searching in Vegas, but thank God it wasn't at the World Series of Beer Pong tournament. It, so he runs off, storms off, and then, of course, his friend, who's slightly more sane, is you know has to come up and console him. God fucking damn it! No, not can, can someone beat you twice? Can no. anybody in the world beat you twice? Can anybody? No. Thank you. Is it over yet? <laughs> Are you going out? Let's go. <laughs> oh man, that guy is amazing. That was a great psych up. Can anyone do that twice? Logan. Can all right, Logan. <laughs> is that okay. possible? Maybe Logan, as as my teammate, it's my sidekick. We just got the latest ratings, but this is a hypothetical. Just got the ratings book, Logan. Uh-huh. T- three listeners. I think I'm. I think I'm three hanging listeners? it up. Three listeners. Yeah. I think maybe think I should just give up. Is it possible that those three listeners won't tell their friends? I don't know, each. Logan. I just and those I can't three. Even... There's nine of them now. They're gonna tell three each, and there's gonna be 27. Wow, that's not growing very fast. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, you suck. Fuck no. me. No, no, no. F- fuck me. Fuck listeners. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that wasn't that wasn't that great, Logan. I gotta be honest. You could have you could have done a little bit most... more to hype me up. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about, you know. Well, a, I was a, a I was trying review. to. If you had a bad review, I would have said, "Well, well that's that's listeners. too hard. That's too hard to hypothetically come up with. Who could <laughs> listen to this radio show and have anything to criticize?" I think it's just it's exactly. too. I can't even fathom that. <laughs> I can fathom not winning a beer pong game. I did do that over the weekend. I went to my buddy's uh, birthday party down in Newport Beach, and instead of uh, you know, it was it was just a couple guys hanging out. There was one chick, and she had a boyfriend. So what are you gonna do? Play drinking games, right? There's no chicks around. You know, swim in the beach a little bit. Played some drinking games. I played this game, Beer Pong Baseball. It's a really, it's an amazing game. Instead of lining up like a triangle, you line them up in a row, and then you have first, second, third, fourth, the four cups, 
and uh, you know there's singles, doubles, and then there's you put a base runner on. You can do signs with the person, and it was it was kind of depressing in that I had this moment like, oh my god, I've wasted so much of my life not playing this game. <laughs> All these years of beer pong, I could have been playing beer pong baseball. Ah oh, man. <laughs> well, speaking of wasted high school times, Logan, not to sound like a hacky comedian, but where were these women when I was in high school? The story coming out of Chicago, Illinois. Woman, woman, sorry, woman charged with molesting daughter's friends. So basically, Kathleen M. Miller, 40, of the 5800 block of West 109th Street in Chicago Ridge, is charged with three counts of criminal sexual assault and one count of criminal sexual abuse, according to Cook County State's Attorney Office, spokesman Andy Conklin, and she was held on $900,000 bail. What was she doing exactly? Well, as it turns out, um, basically between February 1st and June 1st, Miller held parties at her home at which she would provide teens with alcohol and marijuana, according to court records. Then Miller went on to have intercourse with two of the teens, oral sex with a third, and fondled the fourth, according to prosecutors who said the boys were friends with Miller's teenage daughter. Yeah, no shit, they're cool going to be friends with this mom. guy. Yes. Man, talk <laughs> about cool mom. And it turns out that... The way she got caught was that one of the kids who was at the party who was not quote unquote sexually assaulted by this by this uh pariah <laughs> oh man he was the one who ended up telling his parents oh god these these other kids who were getting laid and getting high and drunk these 14 and 15 year olds they must they're I, there's no way they don't beat the shit out of this other kid am i right seriously yeah and that's insane obviously Kathleen Miller, I'm going, she's, uh, I give her a five. Pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, For but 40 if you're years a kid, old, any one with a vagina is a 10, right? Yeah. I mean, Especially I'm, if it's an older lady who's giving you pot, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, hey. Yeah, I couldn't think of any, That's I'm amazing. trying to imagine, did this happen more often back in the day and we just never heard about it? Or is it one of these things that somehow with cell phones, with text messages and MySpace, people are actually able to find out that it happened? And now we're able to track it. You know, I can't imagine that this... In my high school, there was a teacher who was also like a stepmom of one of the students. Yeah. Oh, no. he She fucked him. <laughs> Logan, you don't she have to whisper. We're on the radio. That's what it was. So she was dating his dad or married. I don't know, but... So wait, someone in your high school was... Having okay. sex with the his woman stepmom. who was dating his dad... And she also taught him in high school, and then she got, like, fired. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, well, she was, guy yeah, from our high school, grade, a grade younger, ended up – it was pretty – it was known around town that he was hooking up with a chick when he was in high school, the gym teacher, and then, much to everyone's chagrin, married her. As far as I know, they're still together. So maybe there's hope. Maybe that's how you find true love, You, which is – how can you explain that to your kids? How can you have kids with this person and go, how oh, how'd you meet uh, dad? Well, he was on – it was a third period uh, volleyball class. He was looking looking pretty good in his shorts, and I, I came up to him. Oh, were you in uh, the same gym class? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> what were you at school, honey? <laughs> uh, no, I was actually. Uh, I'm six years older. Oh, wait, how'd that work out? Oh, well, I was actually a teacher. That was actually my job, where I was earning income. And yeah, I decided to decide. You know, did you see? Now this mugshot. This mugshot has nothing compared to the Lindsay Lohan mugshot. Have you seen that, Logan? We were talking yeah, about this on the way over. It? No, I don't have it up on the computer, but it's pretty awesome. It's pretty... I, I've never never 
I've never fantasized about someone in a mugshot. <laughs> Certainly not Nick Nolte, not doing anything for me, but. God, Lindsay Lohan is looking <laughs> awesome in that mugshot. I know it sounds crazy, but I was like, man, who needs who needs hardcore internet porn when you got Lindsay Lohan's mugshot? And uh, you, does it, so it's hotter than uh, Paris Hilton's headshot. Oh yeah, I think so. Right here, all right. Um, yeah, well, I don't know if this is the same one. I don't know. It's not worth checking out. Just trust me, Logan. <laughs> and then now it comes out that supposedly, according to I don't know whatever gossip bullshit, according to them. Uh, She's she had her lips done. She actually had her lips injected before she went into jail, which I just love a chick that that's crazy. That crazy. She's gonna have her lips injected with saline before she goes into prison. Caller, you're on the green room. What's going on, man? Hello. I think he just wanted to say the N word and hang up. Is that what he said? I think so. All right. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea what that crank yeah. caller said, but uh, I certainly don't endorse uh, the use of the N word. I, I think that's horrible. But yeah, so Lindsay Lohan's in jail. <laughs> she's not an N word, uh, certainly. But yeah, she's got her lips redone. They look amazing. She looks amazing. And then now I just, oh man, it's just your mind's running because you just picture this wild, crazy chick. And then obviously she's already into lesbian stuff. Who knows what kind of kind of shenanigans are going down at the prison. I, I could just imagine it's going to be it's got to be difficult for the other prisoners not to not to assault her, not go after her cuz she's just so I don't know, she's just this big ball of attention and she's looking amazingly hot. So Lindsay, your life's falling apart, but hey, you're still looking hot, so say okay by me, right? Right, Logan? Exactly right. This next man Mel Gibson. He's at it again, Logan. He's at it again. And uh, Ronan, the guy who uh, works at the station, he told me he just heard that Mel Gibson sounds like he's going to sell his house is here in America and just move back to Australia. Just say, hey, screw it. Cash out my chips. Going back to Australia. Which has kind of got to be weird. I think he has, what, eight or nine kids? I hope you're proud of yourself, Sean. <laughs> it's all because I, <laughs> I really stuck it to him last week. Well, since he's already moving out and he's not going to be an American <laughs> citizen anymore. Let, let's play a little bit more of the Mel Gibson tapes. Mel, you are losing your mind. You need medication. <laughs> she really sounds like she was in a studio and just kind of cut this together. Mind, you need medication. You need a fucking kick up the ass for being a bitch, cunt, gold-digging whore with a pussy son. That's the worst. Why do you have to... Is this new one still coming out? Yeah, I think this was the last one. Something had to have happened. They had to have settled at some point. (laughs) Why does he have to bring the son in it? I understand he's that angry, but... And if you're the son, Logan, if you're the son... I'm going to relax here for a second. Now, Logan, (laughs) you're Oksana, right? You got this crazy ex-husband now, or whatever they were... Mel Gibson, you're gonna you're gonna run him over for I mean not run him over you're gonna rake him over the coals. I don't know whatever her plan was to release these tapes, totally embarrass him, make him feel like a complete asshole. You get these tapes, you release them. Why not edit out the line about the sun? The sun has nothing to do with this. The sun now everyone knows that Mel Gibson thinks her son's a pussy. She doesn't even yeah. listen to what she she doesn't even say my son's not a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Can rot unless you crawl back, suck my cock, 
Wow. Now, come on. If you were that chick, why not just edit in a line of just says, I don't know what you're talking about, Mel. Mel, I don't know what you talk about. My son, no pussy. He's he's nice boy. Very strong man. That, now, this is Mel Gibson, ultimate alpha male. I don't know if you're familiar with Tom Likas' slogan, but Mel Gibson oh, yeah. is following Likas 101, all right? Yeah. Except for uh, I think he'd spent more than $40 on the first date. I'm guessing. By the way, he's freaking out about all the money he spent on her. Masculinity by being my soul. And you call me a sinner. You're a fucking moving violation. If you get raped, it's your fault for sure. Showing up your fake tits. These fake tits oh, man, really fire so him up, man. He's, he's so really angry about those fake tits. Get those things out of here. I don't want anything. Who, who's angry about fake tits? I can see saying, all right, maybe a little large. Have, yeah, I'm saying the anger's misplaced. Like there's some special deal. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you crazy, man? Are you crazy? I hope that's a rhetorical question. Are you crazy? <laughs> I think... I think they, I think they, No, I'm not crazy, you bitch! You complain about mastitis? They're fake, baby! Come on, you got little bladders in there. You think I'm an idiot? Have you said everything? I said nothing! <laughs> you need to say a lot to assuage my insanity because you made me this way. I didn't make you this you way. You fucking did so. You were born this way. Maybe maybe Mel Gibson can uh, partner up with this guy for the World Series of Beer Pong. Fuck Wait, what did he say? Wait, what's up? Oh my bad. I, I was just saying your thing. Oh no, I was just saying he could team up with this guy. Fuck me! The World Series of Beer Pong. <laughs> this guy and Mel Gibson. And you yell and scream and threaten everybody around you. Everybody's pussyfitting around you because they're all scared shitless out of you. But you I you ping. You paying them money, and they will never tell you the truth. They will never tell you the truth who you are because you're paying them money, inclusive of your psychiatrists. And then, you know, it just goes off off the rails there. I think we know what's going on with Mel Gibson and Oksana. <sighs> Oksana's on the market. I, I can't wait to... <clears throat> oh, are you going to ask her out? Well, Logan, what do you think? Should I give her a call? Should I give her... <clears throat> yeah, I mean, oh, you're not that crazy. She might be in, down. <laughs> I don't know what I could do to help her singing career. I don't know if she'd be interested. I don't know. Uh, maybe when, give her a call. I don't know. I'd, I'd try to look her number up. When you said he put, he sunk $5 million or something into her singing career? Yeah, supposedly that's some of the numbers that have been floating around. $5 million, I mean, you, that seems, you can that make seems, a movie for $5 million. That seems way too high. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, you don't need anything to, our friend Wax sells music. You right. Know, I mean, it's just <clears throat> obviously she was. If you spent five million on advertisements, you would just automatically <laughs> make some of it back. I, it's crazy. Right. It's a it's a disaster. But who can who? You can't be that upset. It's Mel Gibson. The guy. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna move back to Australia. He'll still have some money. Mel, just want to make things clear. The offer's still on the table. I'm willing to represent you. I don't. I don't care. I don't care what all these uptight liberal Hollywood people have to say. I'll represent you. I'll get you some work. I'll get you some maybe some extra stuff, background stuff. I can can possibly book you a set on the Comedy Garage. I well, maybe like seven, five, six minutes. Get them to open up, warm the crowd up. 
Hey, Mel, can you do that stuff where you just freak out on everyone and call everyone whores and cunts? You know, that I feel like kill. this would that work. Would kill at the comedy garage. You think Sam Kinison was angry and had rage? If Mel Gibson, <laughs> if Mel Gibson was able to go up on stage at the comedy store and channel this, people would be like, "Oh man, this is I haven't seen this since Andrew Dice Clay." Oh yes, there are guys out there that if he just slightly, bear with me, Logan, just slight tweak of uh, you know maybe tone down. Don't chop the C word. The cunt word really turns off women. But if you, if you got rid of that and, uh, you know, kind of threw in some observations like, hey, don't you hate it when your uh, whoring wife loses $5 million in a singing career and you got to keep paying money? You know, people, guys would be relating to that. They'd be like, well, not $5 million, but yeah. Yeah, don't you – and guys, guys out there, get me – if I'm wrong, uh, don't you hate it when, uh, you know, every day you take out the trash, you build a $10 million mansion in Malibu, and you can't even get your wife to blow you? Guys would be like, yeah, yeah. I tell you, the other night I was waiting in the hot tub for like forever. <laughs> you were supposed to blow me. You fell asleep. Oh, man. It's fun to be Mel Gibson. <laughs> Honestly, it is. It's fun. Yeah. When you, when, I think what's what's so fascinating about some of these tapes is just the total release. You know, when we're walking around society, you know, do 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 do. When I'm at that Dodger game and the lady says, "No, I'm sorry, I'm not going to move three feet over and get you that 24 ounce Coors Light that you want in a can," and I'm just going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Part of me wants to get in her face and just go, "You stupid whore! You should blow me in my jacuzzi." <laughs> But I don't because I I have some control in society, not great control, yeah. obviously. But it, it it's it's <laughs> kind of freeing to see a human being just say fuck it to everything, to just totally lose control. It's as a as a listener, you're kind of like, wow, that's what happens when you don't give a shit. I like to think like, oh, I don't give a shit. I I do whatever. I say whatever on stage. I say whatever on my mind. No, this guy is saying whatever he wants. He's doing whatever he wants. This is a man's man. He's an alpha male. Have you ever? Gotten something from a fast food place, McDonald's, got it gone through the drive-thru, get home, get it out, and it's not your order. Something's missing. Oh, and yeah. And it's like you're – I just – when that happens to me, I feel like I could <laughs> murder someone. It is. It's really, it's really the smallest things that will burn you up the most. Yeah. Or when I went to this Thai place the other night. And uh, like three times I said uh, pad Thai with chicken or – I forget what it was like um, – Pad say you with chicken. Okay, pad say you, well, beef or chicken. Uh, chicken. Pad say you with chicken. Said it three times, comes out, of course it's beef. And then you're sitting there on your lunch break, and it's like, <laughs> oh, God. And then you have to flag them down again to come back and remake it. And part of you, part of you just sees that Mel Gibson in the life, in life, where you're just like, hey, why not, why not be Mel Gibson? Why not just yeah. totally lose it, totally go off the rails? Just punch him in the throat. You know, they deserve it. <laughs> but no, we're nice people, Logan. Or at least I am. I, I can't. I can't speak for yourself, Logan. I don't. I don't know what you're. I don't know nice. what you've been up to. Well, two guys I enjoy goofing on, Puff Daddy and George Lopez got together, and uh, of course I have to play this. P Diddy just decides to drop in on the George Lopez show. Right now, I, I came to kind of impromptu interrupt the show and make a special announcement. Yeah, that sounds really impromptu. You know, yeah, and then uh, George Lopez is sitting there looking around like, wait, no one told me about this. Why do we have to pretend? Obviously, yeah. 
We, we're that savvy now as an audience. Okay, maybe 1950 we thought, oh, hey, how does television work? We know how television yeah. works. There's fucking 500 million people on Facebook. You don't think they know about a TV script or a rundown? Fucking George Lopez. I'm, I'm trying to get the word out about this Diddy Dirty Money thing. I got my new single going up the charts. The funniest thing is um, right now, P. Diddy going, yo, 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 I'm, I'm trying to get this Dirty Money thing going. And there's this, in the, the visual shot of it, it's George Lopez's show. And then they show some of the audiences. Or some of the audience, and there's like, you know, a couple young girls, and then there's a really old lady and a really old guy with gray hair and male pattern baldness just sitting, listening patiently to this P. Diddy announcement. Do <laughs> um, we have to applaud every sentence? That the single went gold. Okay, every sentence, every set. He's just like once an applause. What kind of? How arrogant are you that you just you naturally talk that way? That you pause after every second to try to get an applause break. <laughs> and, and, and in honor of that, we're going to have a gold party here on Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we're going to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, nobody liked that. You should see the you should see the old guy. He's just starting to shake his fist. Are you serious? Oh, oh he does. He wants. Oh, I want man. to go to the gold party. How does that? How does no one in TV? P Diddy. He's got to be a media savvy guy. Like, yo, yo, George. Hey, let me come on. I promote the show next week. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna hype the audience up. Tell them, yeah, my single. Yeah, my single. Yeah, my single. And then people are like, okay, I'm listening to all this promotion. What's coming my way? Secret performance? No. <laughs> oh, am I, do I get a prize? A free CD? A towel? A squeegee? A P. Diddy squeegee something? No, you get a gold party. But that's next week when you won't be here because you're on vacation visiting from Idaho. Yeah. Then thought you'd check out the George Lopez show. <laughs> and now they're just laughing and people are so angry. And P. Diddy keeps putting his hand up like he's ready to drop another thing oh, on him. Like, Jesus. Yeah, uh. Mike, man. Mike? Uh oh, he's gonna rectify the situation, Logan. Y'all know, y'all don't know all about the Benjamins. You know all about the Benjamins. <laughs> no, he's, he's just gonna bullshit. That's what yeah. he's best at. And then yeah, and then he tries to do an impromptu <laughs> all about the Benjamins. Oh God. If I would have been in the audience, I would have been like, boo! Play Weird Al's All About the Pentiums, baby. That would have been my request. Not that I was dying to hear another. Another P. Diddy song. One, uh, from one black celebrity to another. This is a black celebrity I can't get enough of. Snoop Dogg. You know, he used to be a rapper, and that was it. Gangster rapper. Now he's just become a cultural icon. He's like Justin Bieber. He's just everywhere. His household name. He's just a personality. All he sells you on is the Snoop Dogg lifestyle. And now he's doing these videos on YouTube where he just comments on life or political events or just whatever. He just throws his hat in the ring on anything. So, here you go. This is Snoop Dogg. He's commenting... Commenting on the Floyd Mayweather Manny Pacquiao, they keep talking about how they're gonna put a big fight together, and of course, it's not working out because Floyd Mayweather is wanting Pacquiao to take a thorough steroids test with some blood testing. Pacquiao says he's taking the normal drug test. That you know Mayweather's coming up with these crazy terms that aren't that aren't uh, 
normal procedure for the Nevada Boxing Commission. Basically, they're going back and forth on it. So Snoop Dogg decided to throw his hat in the ring and get this fight together, or at least try. I kind of want to hear what he's going to say. Oh, thanks, Logan. <laughs> I kind of want to hear what he said. You're you're in the program. No, that's a good. Uh... <laughs> so obvious, it's pretty obvious which side of the debate he's on. But. That is my favorite move when well, black guys I'm call the other guys uh, N words. When clear, you know, Manny Pacquiao, he's from Filipino. He's not. <laughs> I love his description yeah. of, the, of the UFC. Y'all, oh, yeah, they're going at it, man. They ain't playing around. <laughs> and uh, that that's Snoop Dogg's little moment there. Chime it in. I do like that, though. Now, we ha- now I have this personal connection with Snoop. It is kind of annoying that there's no kind of mystery in celebrity anymore. We know everything about every celebrity. We're kind of inundated with that. We know every little every little thing about every celebrity. I do feel like that is an environment that Snoop kind of thrives on. Yeah, but I, I was going to say out there he does have a pretty good personality. I mean, that was a pretty. I, I agree with that. I think most people probably think he should take the blood test. Yeah, no. In in general, I think people. Yeah, maybe I think there's some on the other side where they think Mayweather what he's asking for is too crazy, but. Obviously, if you're a boxing fan, you want to see this fight go down. You don't want to you don't want to be sitting on the sideline not seeing this happen. You you want it to happen. Why why wouldn't you? But yeah, what I was getting at is that with celebrities, how everyone is so so uh, so out there, not mysterious anymore. That you know, it kind of takes the mystery away. But that, <laughs> but in the in the good sense. Yes. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was just getting an email from Kyle. Sitting in Ventura, but now I think it was 8, not 8.30. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I don't know if Kyle... I think Kyle was running late or something. He might not be able to make it on. But, um, okay. Anyways, uh, where, sorry, sorry. Kind of got distracted there getting the message from Kyle. Uh, well, we'll work some out. We'll have him on again. What? Sorry, Logan. I lost my train of thought. Anyway, what I was saying is that Snoop is one of those guys that I'm glad has a Twitter feed. I want to know what Snoop Dogg's. I want to be a part of his life. I don't mind having, you know, knowing all about Snoop Dogg's life. He's one of the few celebrities where I appreciate that access. Speaking of reality stars or access to celebrities, did you hear that Jersey Shore cast was on strike? Jersey Shore cast after... They just finished up the second season. It's going to be airing soon. They went on strike for the third season. I think uh, the contracts got worked out. Now they're looking they're looking to get like 30 grand an episode, these uh, Jersey Shore oh, kids. Nice. Yeah, good for them. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean they they're awful, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean more people should do that because uh, I don't I don't think Jaywow's awful. She was a she was an amazing guest on the on the Green Room. Right, right, right. Well, and you know, some character, they're all characters. Right, yeah. Hey, Whatever. the reality is judging. they earned they earned that. I mean, for whatever reason, America became infatuated with these people. That's the whole point of reality television. And it really – I love how it pisses people off. Like I was listening to Sports Talk Radio, this guy Howard Eskin out of uh, Philadelphia, 610 WIP. That's the local Philadelphia Sports Talk. And he was just going off on – 
Who do these people think they are? They don't think they can get four other losers? Oh, schnooky, schnooky, man, man. You don't think they can get five other losers on the Jersey Shore? Blah, blah. Well, apparently they can't. Apparently they can hold out. And people don't realize that, okay, these people were made famous. Yeah, it was maybe it was MTV's fault for making them famous. But in reality, they got a lot of people to tune in. And maybe not intentionally. Maybe the people are laughing at them. Maybe. And people don't realize the pressure that comes with that. I mean, Snooki is a moron, and I'm sure everyone she's ever met, you know, kind of gave her a dirty look. But it's worse now because they know exactly who she is, and I'm sure people just will straight up talk shit to her, you know, <laughs> to her face. Well, I, I just think it's I like, just think people people <laughs> hate that they see someone getting a free ride. They see, okay, wait. You're just going to be an idiot down at the Jersey Shore and make 30 grand an episode? That's uh, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And who is it to, who is it to, for anyone else to complain about that? I, I just think it's it's just so obvious jealousy that people are, yeah. as much as we want to tear these people down, obviously something about us is is building these people up and, and creating an audience that she's able to make 30 grand an episode. It's the simple, it's the simple economics. Obviously, people are tuning into them. Obviously... MTV can sell advertising on these shows. And people don't understand that those reality shows aren't... I mean, it's not like they're literally just completely living their life and there's cameras and that's Whoa. the only difference. Whoa, Logan. <laughs> Stop blowing my mind, dude. All right, all right. Dude, I, I think... Won't lift the curtain anymore. I think reality shows are real. What I was... What I really want... Possibly why I'm defending the Jersey Shore cast is... Snooki actually uh, commented on the JWoww interview that was online. She was like, oh, great interview. Way to interview JWoww. Really loved it. Thought it was really great. So th- thanks, Snooki. Glad you're a fan of the program. And, oh, I was just kidding, Snooki. Yeah, Logan, way to go. Well, Snook obviously them. obviously she didn't listen to the whole interview because it's kind yeah, of spread out on YouTube. Because <laughs> comedian Cornell Reed, uh, close called friend. Called her a troll. Yeah, called her a troll <laughs> during the interview. So either she's kind of used to that and, you know – doesn't seem to mind, or she didn't hear the entire interview. She just heard the one section. Either way, Snooky, uh, glad you're a fan of the show. Appreciate you hanging out and tuning into the green room. I call you a troll anytime, baby. Now, Logan, you were talking about how reality shows aren't real, and we, we've heard that a lot. And it actually came about. The Hills, which I've never watched, but I had heard that uh, on the Hills series finale, they ended the series, and they ended it. They had this. Um, they had this breakdown where basically they revealed that it was a reality show the entire time, that they were actually filming this scene, which looked like kind of real, like they were hanging out in the Hollywood Hills. And then as the show ended, they kind of just tore it down, and they were just hanging out in this movie back lot. So they were kind of pulling back the curtain and showing them that this was a setup, this was a fake show the entire time. And, of course... i got to say, I mean, I, I don't watch that show either, but I've seen scenes from it, and, I mean, I guess I can't... I'm not the normal media consumer, but right. it's Logan, so you're obviously too savvy. shot like a movie. I mean, it's like every shot is perfect. You're too lit. savvy, Logan. You're too savvy. <laughs> you're in the industry. You I get mean, it. it doesn't even look like a reality show. Right. But uh, anyway, it was kind of big news, I guess, that they revealed that it was fake. And uh, I found this hilarious. This guy's name is um, it's uh, it's Kingstay Bitch on YouTube. So make sure you check <laughs> out his. It's I'm I'm not gonna make a judgment on his sexuality, but his voice is uh, pretty hilarious, and this is him kind of recapping. I don't even know where this is in the Hills Review, but it's just it's worth it to just to hear this voice, this guy's voice alone. He was tripping, and he was like at the pool at his big ass house, like, I don't want you to go. I'm not coming to your party because I don't want you to leave. And she's sitting up there like, Well, I want you to come. 
I want you to come to this is a guy. my party. So this bitch finally shows up at her party and we're like, okay, we're getting somewhere. And then I guess she just decides to go overseas anyway. And so they're like saying this dramatic ass goodbye and she gets into her car and it like rolls around and they just show her in the car looking off into the distance like some emo blonde girl. And then they go back to Brody and he's like standing on dramatically in front of the Hollywood sign and these palm trees. And then all of a sudden, the damn background just starts moving and he's just standing there looking at like this and then the fucking, the, the, it's just shifting and shit like a motherfucking earthquake. And I'm like, what? Shifting and shit like a motherfucking earthquake. Like, what is all of this? And then oh, the camera zooms this? back and it's a mother damn back lot. And then Kristen's ass pops up out of the car that was rolling around the city, which it ain't went nowhere but no motherfucking five feet. And she pops <laughs> out of the car and goes to hug him. And I'm sitting up here like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> Yeah, so that that's I like that. It's just Kingsley, bitch. His his review of the hills. I I'd never seen the program, but uh, you know they got some hot chicks on there. But I just thought I found that interesting that they decided to finally pull back the curtain and finally reveal that it was a fake reality show when it's it's been pretty obvious the entire time that it's it's been a reality program. Well, Logan, it's been real. Show flew by. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Kyle wasn't able to make it. We'll we'll work something out there. Have him on again. And I'll be actually doing some stand-up in town. I'll be at the Improv in Hollywood, the Improv Lab, uh, tomorrow night, Friday, 8 o'clock, for a show called Race Riot. It's a uh, very good show. And then also Saturday night, we're having a Comedy Garage, the Wild West edition. So make sure you come out to that. You can just look up Comedy Garage on Facebook. It'll have the event info and all that information, so you can come out. And uh, Logan, you want to you wanna take us out with a haiku here? Let's do it. Wasted beer pong times. Lindsay Lohan's hot headshot. What the actual fuck? All right, thank you everyone for tuning in the green room. We do it live every Thursday here on LA Talk Radio. Check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe today. Also check me out at DocumentaryLabel.com.